Welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast. My name is Marian Wagner. I'm so happy you're here. So today we're talking about how to face your fears and get what you want. But before we dive in, I have been kicking off every every episode this season with a little fun fact about me just to kind of get to know you guys better because I'm hearing from you things like if you relate or you have a similar story, you're messaging me and I, I love it. So It's so fun. So the fun fact for this week, since it's World Cup time, I don't know if you're watching the World Cup, I love it. I thought this one was a good one to share is when I was a little, little girl, I used to referee soccer games. I've always been into soccer. I've always played competitively. And when I was in high school, I was named Oregon State Referee of the Year, which was pretty cool. I mean, not something I was bragging about to my friends, but at the time I was pretty excited about it because I would then travel to different states to officiate tournaments. And I would be like this, you know, 15 year old girl out there refereeing men's, grown men's soccer games. It was fun. And then actually another fun fact was there was another girl referee who was the same age as me in Oregon and we would referee games together and she didn't stop refereeing games when we went to college. And then she went on to referee the Olympics <laughs> later on. How cool is that? So, all right, let's dive in to today's episode, which is again, how to face your fears and get what you want. Because bottom line, if you want to build something meaningful, you're going to have to do uncomfortable stuff. Right? It doesn't matter if you're a coach, a course creator, a consultant, a designer, but if you're going to build an online business, there are some realities that you're going to face. That's just the truth. But that's also the problem, right? Because most human beings, myself included, we're not naturally great at stepping out of our comfort zones, right? Our comfort zone is where we feel completely in control and safe from the unknown. But it's it's like vanilla land, right? It's Groundhog Day. You drive the same roads each day. You sit in the same office. You talk to the same people. You eat the same things. You watch the same Netflix every night before bed. And before we dive into, I guess, the, the second part of this episode, I really want to go over the four different zones that you move from comfort zone to the growth zone. And I want you to ask yourself, which of these four are you in right now? Okay, because that really matters for how you're going to get to the next level. So zone number one is what we just said. It's comfort zone, right? It's safety. You have a sense of control, but it's also stagnation and boredom. It's the same things every day, day in, day out. And a lot of people say it's, it's, you know, it's called a comfort zone, but it's actually very uncomfortable for people, especially people that are hardwired to excel, to challenge themselves, to grow. If you feel like there's something inside you that you are compelled to, to level up, your comfort zone is very uncomfortable. So the next zone, zone number two, is called the fear zone. Okay, this is where maybe you have an idea in your mind that you want to expand on, or you see someone growing a business online and you think, oh gosh, if she can do it, I can do it and you start thinking about it and dreaming about it, then all of a sudden you enter the fear zone and it's like, it like kicks in low confidence. You start moaning and making excuses about things. You find yourself focusing on problems and obstacles. And this is where things like procrastination and shiny object syndrome and all these different, like, like just fear-based 
blocks just pop in front of your face and you just don't know oftentimes how to get around them. This is the fear zone. This is where I talk to a lot of um, new clients that come in. It's because they know they want to move past the fear zone and they're not sure how. You know you have a next level inside you, but there are some upper limits that are holding you back. Usually these are blind spots that are called blind spots for a reason. We can't see them. So you often sometimes need someone to point them out to you, walk you through how to come over, uh, uh, conquer them, and then so you can move on. So the third, this is where you want to go. The third zone is called the learning zone. This one here is where you see the challenges and you decide you're going to face them. All right. You see opportunity. You want to problem solve. So even something as small as you know, knowing that you need to start an email list, but maybe you don't, you're not techie and you're like, I don't even know where to begin to start an email list. Well, if you're in the learning zone, you're like, gosh, darn it. I'm going to figure it out. And you go to Flowdesk and you spend 30 minutes and you develop an email list and you sign your, your mom up (laughs) as your first person. And you're like, bingo, bango. I, I did it. That wasn't so hard. All right. You've moved. You no longer wallow in a fear zone. You are in that learning zone. You are problem solving and you're moving on. This is also where you want to learn new skills. So the learning zone is also where I have a lot of clients come to me because they they know they ha- they've identified the blocks, what they need to do in order to attract new clients and grow grow more income. They just don't know how to get there, right? They know their skills that they need to add to their toolkit, but they're not quite sure how to go about it. So This is about expanding your repertoire, so to speak, and moving through it, building that toolkit so that you can continue to grow and level up, level up, level up over and over and over again. And the fourth one is what we call the growth zone. This is where you have ambitious goals. You are tapping into a higher purpose. You have vision, right? People talk a lot about vision in the entrepreneurial space, and that's great, but if you're over here in the fear zone, it's really it's sometimes hard to really tap into that vision because you can't see that far ahead of you. All you can see is what is maybe five feet ahead of you, and it's it's suffocating. So in the growth zone, it's like you're flowing. You have momentum and energy. It's beautiful, and you can really tap into that self motivation piece. You know how to motivate yourself. You're not looking externally for motivation. You're you're there. You're self-growing. Yes, you're self-growing yourself. You are. <laughs> you're doing it yourself and you know that you're going to figure it out. And it's a beautiful place to be. Now, now when you get to this growth zone, it's not like you just I've arrived. It's great. I'm just going to kick back in the growth zone. That's that's what we want. But we continuously bop back and forth between the learning zone, growth zone, learning zone, growth zone. Oh, we dropped into the fear zone. We need to climb our way out. It's kind of a dance between those three. But if you are dialed in and committed to growing a just an insanely profitable, uh, passionate business, then you don't even allow yourself to fall asleep back to the comfort zone. Like that's just not... <laughs> an opportunity. That's not something you want to even think about. So you get comfortable going between those three zones and calling your growth zone, that fourth one, your home. So there you go. So basically 
we have to keep in mind that building an online business, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. Everyone would do it if it was easy. And it takes time. Consistency and patience are your best friends. Okay, so right now I'm going to share three questions that I hear from, gosh, so many coaches and entrepreneurs who are just in those early stages of growth, right? Um, I also hear these questions from women who are holding themselves back, like they've achieved they've achieved success so far in their business, but they have these old fears that are putting a lid on their growth and they just can't seem to move past it. I kind of think of, I know I have a lot of moms that listen to this podcast. You ever see the movie Moana, (laughs) right? Where she's like, I know there's more beyond the reef. And she's trying, she gets on her boat and she tries to go past the reef and it just knocks her down and brings her back to shore. That's kind of what I imagine leaving your comfort zone, going through the fear zone, which is that the reef, <laughs> going to the learning zone and the growth, and then the final growth zone. So these are questions that you are Moana and you're like, okay, I know there's more beyond the reef. And these are fears that are true for anyone that's, that's never been to the reef or has gone past it, but these fears keep coming back. This is very, very normal is what I want to say. So number one, the question I hear is, will people make fun of me? Okay. If you're just getting started in your business or, or you have put a cap on yourself, right? You have reached a certain level of quote unquote success, but you can't, you can't access that next level because you're not willing to get vulnerable. You're not willing to get personable or put yourself out there as you need to in order to reach that next level, right? This is because you might have a fear that people are going to make fun of you. People are going to judge you. And my answer might surprise you. Maybe not. My answer is 100% hell yes, (laughs) right? It's going to be your family, your friends, or your coworkers. Like They might make fun of you. They might tease you as they see you creating content, it's, it's going to happen. But I, I always, I love this quote from Jen Sincero. And she says, watching someone else totally go for it can be incredibly upsetting to the person who has spent a lifetime building a case for why they themselves can't. Ah, oh, isn't that powerful? It's why it's so hard. That's why people find it easy just to be, play armchair critic and judge other people when, it's so much easier to do that than look in the mirror and for them to be like, well, what am I doing? <laughs> it's it's not much, right? So here's my best advice is to accept the fact that for the next year or two, people might make fun of you. They might say things to your face, or in my case, it was behind my back. No one's ever really said anything to my face, but I knew they said things behind my back and people told me, and you need to decide to become a duck for the next year or two. What do I mean by that? I mean, have you ever seen water drop on a duck's back? It's the oily feathers, the water just beads right off, right? You become a duck for the next year. Just just commit to a year to be a duck and let ridicule beat off your back. Remind yourself that what they are saying, it's 100% about them and their insecurities than anything to do with you. And guess what? Once you are well-established, those same people, they are going to be coming to you asking for advice. They're going to be, instead of making fun of you and saying things like, did you see what Marion is doing? 
LOL, right? It's going to turn into, I've known, I've known Marion for forever. We're super close, right? So I'm speaking from experience, become a duck, commit to it. Don't even let it permeate your mind at all and just keep going. Okay. The next thing is kind of related, but in this first question, this first fear, we're talking about people who know you. The second one is, will people troll me? Like, are strangers going to leave mean comments? And my answer is, well, yeah, if you're doing it right, yes, (laughs) right? And the bottom line is, no matter what you create or talk about, there's going to be 10% of people who will find a way to dislike what you do, right? And of those, another 10% are going to be those little trolls. They're going to be people, you could be talking about puppies and rainbows and children and all good things. And these people, it's like they, it's like a, a gift that they embrace where they can find something mean to say about everything. Right. So uh, the best thing to do is when I, and I've, I've had trolls now for, I don't have a lot of them, but I mean, I've been dealing with them now for 12 years. And early on, I was like, who, why are these people so mean? And now I'm just like, eh, It's just sad people. And I do what I call block and bless, right? I don't engage. I don't give them any attention. They don't deserve your attention because remember, energy flows where your attention goes. So treat them as they deserve to be treated. And that is like they don't exist. So block and bless, move on. Those people are always going to find something nasty and it's it's just block and bless and moving on. Okay. And the third question is, this is so common is what if no one cares about what I post? Okay. So when you begin to put yourself out there, right, whether you're just getting started out of the gate or you've been playing small for a long time and you're ready to up level. All right. It's likely when you're just leveling up, getting started that nobody is going to care. Nobody will pay attention and very few people will show interest in what you're doing or creating. And it's the same thing for all of us, right? When I, when I first got started, no one cared. I mean, I mean, no one, I would spend hours on posts and creating content and I would maybe get like two friends that would give me a a pity like, (laughs) right? I'm like, Hey, thanks guys. Cause they're just being supportive. But the whole point of creating content early on isn't to obtain a big response or a result. Okay. You haven't really grown your audience. You're not, you're talking to your friends. Probably you're not talking to your ideal clients. So the whole point early on is to learn how to write, how to create content that is good and resonates with your ideal client. You learn by doing it. It's like growing pains, my son, he's nine years old and he has growing pains all the time. If you have children, then you've seen it. It's just, it's heartbreaking. And all I can do is tell him that, Hey buddy, I know that they suck, but if you want to grow, they're necessary. And that always makes him feel better because he wants to grow, right? He wants to be tall and strong and big. And so knowing that there's a reason for the pain makes it better right now, your quote unquote pain is that no one's really going to care too much. And that's okay. Just This is practice time. This is you putting in your reps. And it's necessary to put in those reps for you to grow, to reach that next level. 
So three things. Number one, post without any expectation. Like have no expectations for any kind of response with your content. Instead, create content that you feel is in line and really speaks to your ideal client. Number two, know that the engagement that counts the most is happening in the DMs. Right now, I mean, I see it with my clients. I see it with me, my own content. You might, people are moving away from commenting on actual posts in a real way. If they want to take their, the conversation to the next level, it's happening in the DMs. So I will create a a post that, um, you know, resonates with my ideal client and they're not really commenting on it. They're sending me a DM saying like, how do we, how can I work with you? Or how can we move? I want to do this. What does that look like? That's, that's what matters because I'm talking to action takers. And so action takers are going to happen more in the DMs. They're not going to happen in the comments. Okay. Number three is pay attention to what your ideal clients respond to most, what they want to see, what they want to talk about and create more content like that. So this is the season where you, I always say fail forward. All right. No one is going to die because they received zero likes on a post. No one, you know, got to put it in perspective here. And it might be that it bothers you. If it bothers you, it's your ego that might be bruised, right? And ultimately you want to grow your business with your vision at the forefront and, and your focus and your commitment to solving a certain problem. You don't want to operate from your ego. So just remind yourself of that in that stage. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this bad boy up with four simple things to remember. Okay, number one, you can tell I like lists, (laughs) is number one, in order to succeed, you must take some action. It's either you, as Yoda says, you either do or do not. Okay, get off the fence. That's just the one decision you have to make. You have to go left or right, but you can't stay where you are. Number two, people they're going to hurt your feelings. People will hurt your feelings. There's going to be people who aren't supportive that are Debbie Downers. Let them go live their life, right? You, you get so busy designing your life that you don't even pay attention to the negative Nancy's. Okay. And remember that after a year or two of you putting in your reps, they will often be your greatest admirers. Number three, action and growth compound, but so do fear and comfort. So you're either compounding forward or backward. There is no staying still. You must choose. And number four, the bravest people are playing the game. They're not sitting in the nosebleeds in the arena watching other people take action, right? Those are, those are the trolls <laughs> in the nosebleeds. You're not a troll. You are an action taker. So you want to put yourself out there every single day, get in the arena, as Brene Brown says. And if you're being honest with yourself right now, and if you're playing small, if you you look in the mirror and you're like, "Ah, I'm playing small, I have another level in me. I have not locked myself into like, then you need to make the decision to get in the game. All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And I will see you next time.